0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Creative Process Podcast with myself, Jerry Klein. Obviously, if you are viewing this on YouTube, you can see um, our guest for today, Marcus. We will get into Marcus a little bit here, um, and um, but first off, I want to say thank you for listening. I very, 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 very—I guess I, I started that. I—it's much appreciated that you guys listen and take the content that um, myself and the guests that I have on are, you know, taking the time in their day and wanting to give value and share their experiences and everything. It's, it's really awesome um, that people are listening to this. It's super, super awesome. Um, when I started this, I know I reiterate this every single podcast, but when I started this, I didn't really realize that people were even going to want to listen to this, but it's awesome to see that people are taking the time out of their day. Um, one wanting to listen to this, but two also wanting to be on the podcast and to share their experiences. It's super awesome. Um, and I love this whole scenario. Secondly, I want to mention something once the new year hits. Um, so you're going to see Marcus, let's see today we are recording on the 17th of December, but it is actually going to go out. I'm going to keep consistent Wednesday episodes because it's going to go out on the 22nd and then the next episode, that you guys will see will be on the 29th and that will be it until the new year those are going to be the last two episodes that are going to be on youtube um they're going to be like the full episode is going to be on youtube um every other episode after the new year the full episodes will only be on spotify and apple podcasts the, you could see some visual clips on youtube still i'll keep the visual content but the full episodes will be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So my bad, Marcus, I had to announce that. I tweeted about it earlier, but I wanted to say it just so all everyone was kind of in tune with things. Um, I will probably be mentioning it in the next the next episode as well. But Marcus, how are you doing today, my man?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just finished up with finals last week, so I'm enjoying a little bit of a, a break from school.
0: When do you when does your break end?
1: We go back January tenth, I believe. So a nice good, you know, three, four weeks. Um definitely gonna enjoy the time at home.
0: Dang, I our college was the college I went to, we went back I think our break started like this week, like seventeenth, eighteenth of December. And then or the last week before like the Christmas like Christmas week, and then we went back like second to last weekend week of January, like usually like January 20th, like in that range. It's like, dang, we took like a month off.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a very, very long. Time.
0: That is a super long break. Dang. I thought that was like, that was consistent with colleges, but I guess we were slacking.
1: <laughs> Where did you go to school?
0: I went to uh university of Wisconsin in Stevens point. So it's like small D three school, local college. So, um, you know, maybe that's why. There's less things to deal with in Stevens Point than there is in a... It's Raleigh, right? That's where? Or wait, where's what city is UNC in?
1: Um, the one, there's a bunch of different UNC, but the one I go to is Chapel Hill, which Cha- is like 30 minutes from Raleigh.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then you have, what city's Duke in? I'm sorry, Duke's I mentioned Durham.
1: <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. We'll, we'll get through it. But they're about 10 minutes away in Durham, so it's basically like next city over.
0: Okay. Okay. What is NC State in Raleigh? Did I get that confused? What? Okay. Okay. Awesome. Okay. See, now you're probably mad at me. I mentioned Duke and NC State in the same, (laughs) same thing. Um, but anyways, I want to call you Mark, but you got Marcus on your Twitter, so that's what I put on the overlay and everything. But I want to call you Mark. Is that okay?
1: Yes, that's absolutely fine. Literally, I go by both. Okay. Perfectly.
0: Fantastic. All right. Well, Mark, introduce yourself for the people that don't already know who you are. And then um, then we can get into what we want to talk about, which I think is an, an amazing, amazing topic. Um, a couple different topics for for people to listen to. But yes, introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are.
1: Yeah. So my name is Marcus Richardson or Mark. Um, I'm a senior at the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill, double majoring in advertising and public relations and American Indian Indigenous Studies. I intern right now with the women's basketball team and football team at UNC. And then I interned this summer with Nike, actually. Uh, So just had a couple of awesome experiences and looking forward to going into kind of the creative agency route, uh, but still working like sports marketing. So,
0: For sure. Short and sweet, short and sweet. Where are you from?
1: I'm from Bailey, North Carolina. So that's about an hour east of Chapel Hill. But it's a very, very small town. So I do not expect anybody to know where that is. (laughs)
0: what's the population of it
1: uh, I think the actual town is like 900 uh, we kind of live on the outskirts uh, so maybe it's like 1500 total but okay. yes yeah, very very small like the the population of UNC as a campus is like 20 times that so
0: <laughs> that's okay I come from a uh, I come from a small town too like I went to high school in a town that had about 20,000 but then where I lived it was like the township had like maybe 500 people. So it was like, it was like 10, 15 minutes away from my high school. So I consider myself a part of Marshfield where I went to school, but I'm from, from a town called Hewitt. So kind of similar, similar, similar type of scenario. Um, But yeah, so, awesome. I mean, this is kind of weird for us, just to give people some context. This is kind of weird. You're reintroducing yourself. We already went through this once, but everything corrupted. We did this through Zoom before. And at least based on my experience with Discord, it works a little bit better. So that's good. But yeah, everything kind of disconnected with Zoom before. So Marcus and I are doing this for the second time. We had about, what, we were about like 25, 30 minutes in, and then everything just decided not to work. So... Yeah. Anyways, now we, we kind of we were talking about something. Um, I don't even remember what we were talking about. But now for this episode, we're getting into a topic that, um, excuse me, dropping my pen, wasn't really covered ever in in a, in a prior episode. And with with Mark's experience, um, with the internship studies had, um, obviously you said he took an internship at Nike and now works as an intern with the women's basketball team and football team at at UNC. So, um we kind of wanted to talk about the importance of internships and building connections and relationships within, I guess this could be a overarching type of topic, or if you want to truly solidify it down to sports, we can do that too. What would you like? We can do both. We do both. Okay.
1: Um.
0: So yeah, I I'm very interested to hear about your internship at Nike. Um. So explain how that kind of went over. Cause that's crazy. That's an awesome place to internship at. <laughs>
1: Yeah, for sure. It was a really cool experience. And I think the entire way, like, I do not think I would have interned there if it wasn't for networking and making those connections. So to kind of walk you through like that whole process, uh, they, their like internship application process alone is like a couple months. I think you start and apply like early October and then you don't really find out till like end of March. So very, very long process. But at the beginning of March, I had networked with an employee at Jordan Brand. His name is Darren Trebetsky. And he um, were actually connected through my dad's insurance agent. Very, very strange story. But we got (laughs) connected through eh? him. (laughs) Yeah, it, it really is. Got connected through him. And so I had talked with him, just did like the informational interview. Um, that went really well. He enjoyed talking to me. So he was able to actually introduce me to Sam McCracken, who ended up being my boss over the summer. And Sam is the general manager of the N7 program. So then after I was able to network with him, that obviously gave me a huge, like, uh, already, like, you know, basically doing an interview with my manager and so I went through the normal application process, just like everybody else, went through the phone screen, resume review and all that. And then on the second interview, I got an interview with Sam. And so just knowing him already, I was obviously a lot more comfortable, but then he knew a little bit about me anyway. Mm-hmm. And from there, I was able to kind of actually get the internship and then started in June, early, yeah, middle June, and then went through like middle of August, like right up to school starting. Uh, but it was just a really, really cool experience. So my main like summer project was working on a partnership, like strategic plan for Kyrie Irving and the N7 department. Oh, shit. And then like, yeah, it, it was super, super cool. Uh, it was definitely something new. I hadn't done um, very much like strategic planning or marketing or anything like that. It'd been mostly on the creative side. So it was a big learning curve, but it was still really good experience. And then my other like project, they do like a intern like group project kind of through the middle of the summer. And I was working on like a membership program for Jordan Brand. So just to get to work on, you know, that that whole company in Jordan, is just so historic. And uh, to, to be able to work on that and just see kind of the inner workings of that part as well was really, really cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, right, I mean, right off the bat, like I guarantee like people see Nike on your resume, you know, insane. Like you being able to do the due diligence before even thinking about getting the internship there put you in a right spot getting that internship only like truly excels your career like that's not going to hurt you ever you get a fucking nike for christ's sake you know <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: so i can only imagine how awesome that was um but you you did say about like mutual connections you basically like small world type of thing got you and in with the whole process and thankfully he in, in, interviewed you so <laughs> maybe he had some bias slight bias there but Um, (laughs) I mean, but obviously you were able to kill it. You got the internship Um, and you know, who knows, maybe applying, like maybe just straight up applying, not really knowing, maybe it still would have gotten you it, but knowing that person and having the person that literally was doing the interviewing, know who you are a little bit before the whole process came. I mean, that only helped you in this sense too. Um, So I, I, I bet now since working at Nike, do you still talk with any of the people you worked with?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely all the time. Like, literally, my manager, and me will text just about every week. Um, they got a lot of still, like, you know, campaigns coming out all the time. So, we'll talk about whatever. It's so, like the latest release or whatever he's kind of working on for, like, the next year or next season. And then I'll still text with, like, so each uh, intern gets a mentor over the summer. Mm-hmm. And so, I'll text with my mentor a good bit. And then we'll have, like, mentor groups. So, I text with, like, all the other interns that I was like, in that group with. And so, yeah, it's a lot of connections that I'm still in touch with. I'm hoping to take a trip out there um, in the new year. So to actually get to meet some of them in person, because all of it was completely remote, which is a little weird. It made networking actually easier because it's a lot easier to kind of hop on a Zoom call than try to like run around campus and, and meet with somebody. But uh, it was really just a cool experience. And I'm excited to actually be able to meet some of them in person. like shake their hand, give them <laughs> a hug and whatnot.
0: For sure. Yeah, that's 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 crazy that it was even i guess it was it was like last summer then yeah
1: it it was this summer actually um so i just yeah finished it up in august
0: okay okay so yeah i guess yeah i I guess i could have put two and two together it probably wasn't on site so that makes it even more interesting then um i guess maybe the was the work environment like i want i wonder what the work environment was then like were you like were you on the clock or how did that work
1: Yeah, so it was kind of strange because I was here obviously in North Carolina and they're all located in Portland or Beaverton, um, but they're in Oregon. So that time difference alone was very, very different. I was waking up, you know, working my regular like 8 to 5 and they were all working their 8 to 5, but their 8 to 5 is like 11 to 8 p.m. for me. Mm -hmm. So there was a couple of times I think maybe – two or three times over summer there was just like one meeting i had to go to that was after like mm-hmm. my five o'clock so i might have to log back on at like 7 p.m for something mm-hmm. which isn't the worst thing in the world but at the same time like Thankfully, that never happened on a Friday because that would <laughs> kind of suck. Uh, but most of the time, it was actually beneficial because I got to you know wake up at 8 o'clock and all of my stuff that I like, had to do and could do on my own, I could knock it out before like 11 a.m., before anybody else was up, before any meetings or emails started coming in. And then once everybody did wake up, then I'm just like working with people trying to get, you know, stuff from them. Um, I'm doing other like intern programming and everything. So mm-hmm. it gave me kind of basically three hours to just fully work on whatever I needed to get done. And then from there, I was able to kind of balance stuff a lot easier.
0: Awesome. Okay. So it's it pretty self-explanatory when it comes to like, you had like a set hours when you had to get some stuff done, just communicating with them and everything like that. Um. So that's, yeah. that's good. Um. So looking back on your your nike internship or i guess you could include this you can include your current internships that you're in now just working with the sports teams at unc um what like i I guess directed more towards nike what did you get um out of your nike internship that helps you now in your current you know path in your career yeah
1: I think the biggest thing is definitely the business side of it i think a lot of times um, i know especially with like the creative um internship that i had in the past kind of leading up to it i never really understood the the business side of everything and of marketing it was more so i was just creating stuff but i didn't fully understand why I was creating it what kind of use it had later on down the line mm-hmm. that part you definitely get when you work on like the strategic and marketing side and I find I like that just as much so <laughs> now I'm able to kind of bridge those two um, and I think that makes for a, a lot better work when you do have that kind of combination of the strategic and the creative um, part of marketing and I also think it taught me how to like network and like make a concerted effort to get to know my, my fellow employees and stuff like that Obviously, with the women's team, that's very, very small um, core, cohort. So I pretty much know the whole staff and everything, but on the football team, I still don't know many of the coaches, I never really met them, but I have like gone out of my way to meet some of the support staff people now and just introduce myself, get to know them, especially being back in person on campus has been a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But I think that's big just in case, again, further down the line, if I wanted to work there or if it's a job that maybe they were at a previous university that had that connection, the kind of foot in the door, it's important to just get to know the people that you're working with really well. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing I would say was also still that time management because that that time difference it's easy to goof around for that eight to eleven because mm-hmm. literally nobody's on. Your boss isn't even awake yet. You could literally just be doing anything. But it really was helpful when I like forced myself to get a lot of work done because then I wasn't trying to do it in like the five minute gaps between meetings once you know their clock actually started. Mm-hmm.
0: That was probably good in that um, in that scenario to where you got on before they did so it's like you can gun out so much work in that three hours before they even get on so then like once those meetings come up or once those you know once the daily activities come up you got x amount of work done already to pretty much prepped for those days meetings that actually probably worked really well in your favor <laughs> you know yeah. to where Definitely. to where you know the night before or the day before you may oh, i don't really want to do it that i'll just do it
1: tomorrow morning <laughs> <laughs> exactly, we'd be like, okay, y'all yeah, need this back by like, you know, start of the day or whatever. And they're like, start of your day. I've started my day. I like started my day. Like, okay, that I got three hours. To <laughs> exactly. <and record>
0: it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so the big thing, kind of, I got, I got from my internship. Um, granted, it wasn't for a company like Nike. Um, it was for a local. So within co- co- collegiate baseball. Um, obviously during the off season, like in the summer, they go to play summer baseball places. So there's a big collegiate league in the Midwest where I'm from, specifically in um, Wisconsin, Illinois, and Minnesota. There's, there's a a bunch of teams within those three States. And I think one in Indiana actually, which is, which is weird. Um, But basically it's called the Northwest Northwoods league, the Northwoods league. Um, It's a, top five, I think, collegiate summer baseball um, league in the nation. So the caliber of of players that these teams get and the caliber of baseball that you watch and that is being played is actually decently high. Um, but I was with a team out of Wisconsin Rapids, which obviously I'm from Wisconsin. It's about, let's see, from where I live now, it's about an hour away. Um, so it was pretty, pretty easy drive. Um, but, like, the amount of... I guess the amount of work that we had to do as an intern that wasn't even related to what we were interning for was insane. Um, like ballpark management in general, like the ballpark was being run down. I mean the year after I left my internship, which was, which I'm kind of still salty about, they redid a lot of the ballpark and a lot of the um, structure of it. So, <laughs> so the field where they're at, I'll give some backstory. The field where they're at is called Witter field. So, they were playing they've been playing baseball on it since like major league baseball decided to have minor league baseball. Um that field has been, I don't know when, like early nineteen hundreds probably, like when baseball was a thing. So the field itself, the site is super old and the stands are super old. So there's a lot of ballpark maintenance going on. Like we had to replace like the outfield fence was like a chain link fence and it had like plywood on it painted like maroon. So like we had to replace panels and stuff, but now they have like a cushioned, of course the year after they have a cushioned, like brand new outfield wall and everything. But so like a lot of this, uh, I guess the internship in itself, rather than learning how to design or learning, learning my process as a designer, it also gave me more of like a work, like a work ethic kind of revamp. Like I had to do different things that I really wasn't prepared to do, but it was like look, like, this is what we got to do, you know, where we we're interns, you know, interns do stupid shit all the time, (laughs) you know, like you're an intern, like you're, you're at, you're at the mercy of your, your overseer, your, your, your boss, like they can literally tell you to do whatever. Thank goodness it was paid because if it wasn't paid, I would have left in about two weeks, but thank goodness it was paid because the first couple weeks when we got on, like, before we even started, um, doing any of our like intern work, was all that ballpark management stuff, but um, I kind of went on a tangent there. Um, but I think the best th- the best thing about that internship was I met people from. I think there was other than me, there was one other person from Wisconsin. On the internship team, like I, I'm, I'm really good friends with a guy that went to Michigan State. Um, really, really good friends with a girl that went to North Dakota State, and she actually now works with the Packers. Um, really good friends with a girl that works with the Indianapolis Colts now. Um, so like that, like gaining those friends with people you never would have met before, and gaining that experience because they're all like we're all in the same boat. We're all in an internship. We're all at this this town that has about 15,000 people, there's nothing to do, you know, so we're all in this together. So like that connection and camaraderie like happened super, super quick. And I wasn't expecting it. Like we all connected on, on a really, really close level almost instantly. And that's probably the best thing that I got out of that internship is just meeting new people and I wanted to talk about that since you mentioned like your connections and you're still talking with the people that you worked with at Nike, like to really show how important those relationships are. Like not alone on a professional standpoint, but gaining, you know, friendships with people, you know, outside the outside your local area and like having those connections because you never really know when those connections are like even for like, let alone you asking them, but them asking you, um you know, can you put a good word in me? word in for me on this applicant on this on this job like because um like let's say let's say like marcus let's say you work permanently for unc in like the next two years and let's say there's a job opening for unc i could potentially ask you hey i'm applying for this job at unc do you mind if you know them could you put a good word in for me like that type of stuff is so it's so important like having a personal connection just like your your situation with Nike having a personal connection with someone already on the staff makes it so much easier for people to hire you because they know from a personal account that you're a good person that you're a good fit that like you know they have they have that type of um i guess i guess i want to call it tangible experience with you and connection with you that helps insurmountably um i don't know if you want to add to that would you like to add to that yeah
1: no, that no, definitely i mean even like this year with like the next round of application for nike i think i've done either two or three like recommendations from people that i've either worked with like in classes like on group projects uh, one of the girls in um, uncut chapel hill with me uh, which is like another side kind of part-time job i have mm-hmm. uh, but like just again from knowing them like through that i've quickly i was like yeah 100 like i will 100 recommend you for like a Nike. i think you would do a great job so like I really enjoyed doing that because I know there's been a lot of people, like I mentioned, like having those connections 100% helped me. So I want to be able to kind of pay that forward. But I think most people are like, that, like they genuinely want to help. There's not too many people that are going to like, no, I'm actually going for that job, too. So I'm not going to no, Like, it's, we're just here to help. Like, if I'm good friends with you, I want you to succeed as well. So mm-hmm. definitely, like, don't be afraid to leverage those connections, especially if you have a strong relationship with them it can't like serve you wrong basically.
0: So another, another way I want to go on this connection standpoint is, I mean, me, you and I, we met through mutual connections on Twitter. Um, and, you know, being within the sports community, I don't know if this is equivalent for other communities um, and other different design communities, but having people on, on Twitter and on social media that like invite you with open hands or open arms and like put you in these group chats, connect you with these people that you never would have met before it gives you an opportunity to learn and like be a sponge with some of these people. Like I guarantee like 80% almost actually probably 90% of the people that have been on this podcast wouldn't have been on this podcast if I wasn't connected with, you know, the group chats and stuff that I'm in on on Twitter and discord and stuff like that. Like, it only makes your situation better and easier in in the long run. Like, even on a job, not only on a job standpoint, but on like gaining experience in different methods of operations within applications or, you know, within business or within you know different routes you want to go in your career. Like, if you don't like, let's say I don't I don't continue my design career, these like these friends and these connections I've made still have stuff I can learn and obviously they're amazing people you know they're still gonna be friends I'm not gonna view it just because oh I'm gonna still connect to you connect with you because you have something that I can utilize no like they're good friends they're good people but those connections you know they still have you you still have utilization even if you're not with them every single day of the week you know yeah I mean I mean I think I think connecting on social media is especially now, like how easy it is to do it. Granted in the start of probably when we started designing, it was easy, but we didn't really realize the power of it until we started getting into like a professional career and started realizing how important these connections and relationships and friendships are. Like when people say connections are everything, I don't know how important they are in other industries, but within the sports industry, it is fucking insane how how connections excuse my excuse my french but how important connections are in like in that scenario like giving a vouch or giving a recommendation for people that you've worked with and people that you know like they're so influential in your chances or in other people's chances of getting the opportunity that they're looking for
1: 100 and i think like i always say that twitter is a better networking app than LinkedIn. like i've oh, gotten 100 percent one two i've gotten like three internships even like part-time or whatever you know, just short and then um, like a couple like freelance opportunities from twitter i've only ever gotten one from linkedin and that was really long complicated (laughs) process to get that one but twitter is just because i feel like on twitter you get a very much more personalized vibe and it's like you also aren't like LinkedIn, being when I see like a message request and like I'm you know, trying to network I feel like it's very transactional not like you are trying to build a real relationship first mm-hmm. but on Twitter it's just like you constantly like interacting with my stuff and then I will talk back and forth so the next thing you know like one of us like sides into the DMs or whatever and just strike up a conversation now the next thing you know like we can talk whatever like we're in basically at that point mm-hmm. but. I feel like it's a lot easier to do that on Twitter just because, one, we use it more, at least in the sports like design community, we use that mm-hmm. way more um, than LinkedIn. But then I think, two, is also you get to see a lot more personality up there. It's not all business all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would 100% agree. Just really making a concerted effort to like, utilize especially twitter really utilize twitter to just meet as many people as possible and it doesn't have to be like oh i'm going to connect with 10 people to try to get a job at this one company no mm-hmm. it's like just get to know a lot of people and eventually like the opportunity will come from that
0: yeah 100 i i do agree with that 100 percent. like i mean even just with what i've just talked about like there's none of these group chats at least i don't i don't know like there's none of these group chats on linkedin granted because linkedin is more towards a different i guess there's a different utilization for linkedin it's more like i i think twitter is like the casual social media to where you know linkedin is the professional social media platform like and then and then facebook i think is like a, a bridge between the both but facebook is more like family and friends but anyways yeah i i agree with the whole twitter utilization um point that you made there like the amount of the amount of connections and the amount of friends and the amount of opportunities just like you said the amount of opportunities that i've gotten from twitter um is insurmountable compared to you know linkedin um you know honestly i've used insurmountable twice in this podcast and that's probably the more the most times i've used it in the last like year and a half of my life (laughs)
1: it's working though you're using it correctly that's the most important thing i was
0: thing. i was gonna say i'm i'm, I'm proud of, i'm using it, i'm using it in a good a good context too so i'm 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 kind of gassed up about that <laughs> um it's like
1: somebody uses like indubitably or something like that but they use it to put it wrong you're using it correctly <laughs> so are good
0: yeah awesome awesome um one thing i did want to touch on um lastly before we before we kind of kick off here um about internships and literally the importance of internships not just connection wise but um you know improvement in your career wise um an improvement in your skills wise um i know with a lot of school programs um me going me me already went through college and Marcus you going through college probably the internships are are a required type of thing that you have to do within your coursework it was for me is it required for you
1: It's not required, but we can. I did it one semester to get like extra credits, and then I needed like one specific gen ed. And so you don't have to do it because there's other ways to get that gen ed, but I was like, I might as well because I was already doing it. Mm -hmm. So it just made it a lot easier. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, But yeah, yeah, even if it's like, I guess I'll use the word recommended. Let's just just say recommended. If it's recommended, even if it is recommended in your educational curriculum, do an internship hands down. That's the only way you're going to get experience. There's a different conversation when it comes to paid versus unpaid. I have a strong bias towards paid internships. If you're sacrificing, especially like within, um, within like what I worked in, like we were working 60, 70 hour, hour weeks within three months, you know, like we, that was consistent. Um, but that was in baseball, you know, homestands go crazy sometimes. Um, but like, do an internship do it's it's almost like doing doing pro bono like how you would do pro bono work to build a portfolio like you do internships to build experience and build like we've like we've reiterated this whole whole podcast build connections and build relationships um even if you're not going to school do an internship I granted, I don't really know how that whole process works. If you're not going to school, like if you're, um, if you're out of high school and you're just, you're doing design because you want to get into a career of design, you're not doing school for it. I don't really know how that works. Cause a lot of places, um, a lot of places, especially in the summers, you like probably 75, 80% of the places require it for school credit. Um, yeah. so that may be a roadblock you come into, but there's always places you can find to do internships. Any experience is good experience. Any experience is good experience. Um, what's your What's your opinion on that On that whole, the whole internship type of should you do it or should you not do it type of thing?
1: Yeah, well, 100% do it. I think, like you said, that is the best way, I think, to get in uh, experience like really early on. And a lot of internship programs, at least what I've seen, they're a little... Lighter. I'm not sure that's the, the correct word to use it, but they're they're more willing to train you. If you get like an entry-level job, you're kind of ex, you know expected to know what you're doing mm-hmm. and how everything mm-hmm. runs within like a few weeks. But internships, even week nine, there was still like programmed and training that I was going through at Nike. So like throughout the whole thing, they're go- not, hand-holding isn't the correct term because like I was working on that project alone for a mm-hmm. lot of it, mm-hmm. but th- they do help you out. Out more than if you're just like you know an entry level employee, whereas that's going to be like maybe two weeks of training and you got to hop into it. Could you say and the segment. word?
0: Could you say yeah. the word "guidance"? Was
1: yes, yeah. yes, that's that's a great word. That's that's I think the word I was looking for. So you're on fire today, just <laughs> the perfect word. Uh, but yeah, that's I would definitely say yeah, go ahead and, and do an internship. And then the other thing I would say is prioritize multiple experiences over one like really deep experience. Like I'm very thankful for the Nike thing, and like I would not have changed that at all. But I'm also thankful that I've had like the the women's basketball and the football experiences I've had. Um, you know, experiences. I think it was two summers ago. Yeah, because it was before COVID. I did a similar job. It wasn't on the operations side with a collegiate baseball team, but it was um, like more of the multimedia. I was handling social media essentially, mm-hmm. but I was also doing a little bit of photo stuff, which probably more than one person should have been handling, but I did it somehow. Yeah. Um, so like just having multiple experience, like that's really helped me. Like the, the photo and video part, I use that a ton this semester in school. The strategic planning part, again, used that a ton in school. And then the graphic design part, I've literally used that in every single job that I've had. So just having all those different experiences to gain different skills, it's really, really helped me out. So I think even if it's, you know, two part-time ones, make it like one full-time, than one like full-time internship mm-hmm. unless you're being able to handle like multiple responsibilities in a full-time one. I think having that kind of breadth of experience is, is super valuable.
0: Yeah. Um, I wanted, I mean, I kind of, this popped into my head today. It's crazy. Like this topic popped into my head today and I'm, I'm super surprised that we did that. There hasn't been a conversation about this um, on this podcast yet, but I'm super, super grateful that we were able to talk about this because I think I mean, having experience within internships, and you currently being in in I guess which is it one internship with the athletics department? And you're just assigned to do different teams.
1: No, it's two different ones. So I go like directly through the teams. It's very weird because almost literally every other intern is through the athletic department. Okay, but I had got started with just the women's basketball team first, and then from there again through Twitter, I got the football one uh, last yeah, last season. And so they're both like directly through the teams, kind of working for. Uh, one's the coach and one's like the director of graphic design for the football program.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, since we, we have both had um, experience with internships and experience getting in, and, you know, dropping or gaining connections and all that good stuff. We wanted to talk about this because it's a super, super important topic for Designers that especially want to get into the sports industry. Um, I come from the esports industry as well. That's where I originated from, and there's not a lot of opportunity. So, if you are listening to this right now, I know it's super late in the podcast, but if you are listening to this and you're mainly in the esports community, reach out and ask. Reach out and ask. Esports organizations, especially um semi-prone amateur organizations they want help and they need help for graphics and social media because now they realize how important it is so reach out and ask that also i mean even even within the sports industry if you reach out and ask like and you haven't seen any you like do your background work first before you reach out and ask because mostly if they're having internships they're going to have them posted somewhere but if they don't have them posted it doesn't hurt to, you know, send a send a message out. Hey, are you guys having internships this summer, this season? Yes, no, whatever, you know, the worst answer you can get is a no. And then you just keep looking. So, um, but yes, I, I was super excited for this topic because I know it was going to bring a lot of value towards our listeners, a lot of, a lot of really good information and utilizable information, um, for the advancement in some careers. Um, so, super 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 gas that we were able to talk about this and also to have your experience on here talking about internship interning with a humongous company um in nike and a big a big university in unc um athletic department and everything too was spot on was super awesome um so for that marcus very grateful to um to have you on today um super grateful that you took some time out of your day to do this the second time, <laughs> unfortunately the first time, the first time got a kind of bowed out, um, <laughs> after we, after we recorded for about as long as we have now. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, super grateful to have you on my man, um, for episode 19. Um, but yeah, so a little, a little um, PSA for you guys, all of Marcus's, um, social links, at least his Twitter and his portfolio, we be down there. Um, if he wants me to add anything, I'll add that down there as well. <laughs> um, but his Twitter and his portfolio are down there. So if you are interested in connecting with this man, um, obviously you've had a little insight to what he's about, what he's done. So if you have any questions, yeah, I bet he's more than happy to answer those questions. Um, but yeah, connect with Marcus down below. All his stuff is down below. Um, and uh, And yeah, I guess that'll do it for episode 19. Thank you guys for listening today. And as always, I like to send it off just to make sure that you guys tell someone that you love them today. All right, peace guys, have a great have a great rest of your week, rest of your day, whatever, and we will see you guys next time in episode 20. Take it easy. Peace.